Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Fuck it! Damn it! Guys, it's a, it's a deck of deuce. It's another deck of deuce. But Will's here. We don't always have Will to open these deck of deuces because sometimes and- they're an emergency. Not it's a travesty, but it's 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 a, it sometimes it happens. Yeah, and I feel like you guys have to soldier on, but this time you don't have to soldier on. You get to soldier in. You know what I love about a deck of deuce, Nelson? What? It's like ten tiny double deuces. Yeah, that's the idea. That's yeah. exactly what they are. We just make little ones and then we pound them together. We weld them. We pa- we hammer them. We heat them up and hammer them into one. And then we give it to you on a week where we were not able to record an episode. This means two things. This means one, we're getting some much needed time off or to recover from some terrible illness. And you're getting to listen to a specially recorded insiders track into the way that our heads work. Yeah. Like you get, this is the straight stuff. This is the, this is the decaduce is the crack cocaine to, to the, the double deuces, regular old cocaine. Don't like one, just wait two minutes. Yep. You, Don't like two of them, probably subscribing to the wrong show. Also, does not have the side effect of crack cocaine of ruining America's inner cities and turning them into war zones. Like, nobody has yet to be shot over a decadence, to my knowledge. I don't know everybody. It's a big world, Nelson. Don't make proclamations that you don't know the the veracity Mm -hmm. of them. It's true. Like, it it could be happening. I think I saw, like, we had a listener that must have been on a boat because it was, like, in the ocean. And I was like, how's that work? Maybe it was a glitch. Maybe a pirate pirate who listens to us. That would be awesome. I hope he's a cool pirate, like like the ones who existed <laughs> hundreds of years ago, and we romanticized, and not like a modern pirate. This one's for you, Stank John. This one, yeah. I, there's no more to be said. Let's, let's, I hope his name is Stank John or her. That's true. It's twenty. It might. It's still probably twenty twenty one. But it, we we fooled around long enough. It, it's time for a decadence. My God. Big beer hosts. You, you know what? I'm still processing. What's that? The Chiefs losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, went, that didn't go great for you guys. Well, and the whole thing was kind of like a fever dream. Mm-hmm. Like, like, here we are in the middle of the pandemic, and there are like 14,000 people there or something. So it's like relatively unsafe, but also kind of safe. But they also have cardboard people in the stands, which is they, one of them. It more- was, I feel like it was a weird, uh, it was a reminder of the country that Florida basically didn't do anything about the whole pandemic. They just kind of just kept trucking. And yeah, so I, I feel like it was funny because it was so many more people than you'd seen in any football games all year. But at the same time, it was like, this is a lot packed in here. Yeah, it was it was big and it was loud. And, um, you know, and, and the Chiefs were there again, which like I'm still sort of processing mm. last year's Super Bowl. Victory. You, you had yet to see your team win or lose a Super Bowl in your lifetime. Right. Right. So you, it's, you missed out on those those ones back in the 70s by a couple of years, if my math's right. Did. 
And so the fact that they the fact that they won seemed a little bit surreal. I also didn't watch any games this year because we don't have TV. And normally I would go to a bar and watch some games at the bar with friends. But since mm-hmm. we can't do that, I basically hadn't cared enough to really get TV at home. I feel like I didn't think to mention to you, too, because I know you'd have the CBS All Access for part of that, that, that a big chunk of their games are on CBS that you can watch through CBS All Access. So like having no, having not seen many of the games and then all of a sudden it's like, they're in the Super Bowl. It's like, great, they're in the Super Bowl. I like chicken wings. So mm-hmm. I had a little party and, and watched it. And I, you know, you know, you feel like, is it me? Is it because I'm watching it now and I didn't watch it all year? Am I the, am I the nexus of poor fortune for the entirety of the Chiefs? I mean, obviously they're, they're, I don't think, I, I don't think it was you. I think there was lots of factors, but I don't think you were one of them. Or if you were, you were one of many and it was a small factor on your part. That really makes me feel better. That really mm-hmm. makes me feel better because I, I felt, I felt that inside after it, like not angry, not upset, just sort of, sort of empty and removed from yeah i mean i mean you only watching now didn't do that to their offensive line that was that was a bunch of circumstances on their offensive line like injuries and covid stuff and uh right and yeah that was uh that was that was some you know what that was that was some old school andy reed coach choking I, i feel like the coaching in that game was not good uh pretty much universally part of it's because normally he can just ask Patrick Mahomes to do shit. So he doesn't have to think about like the math when it comes to timeouts and, and late, late minutes and, and halves. Uh, usually he can just be like, Patrick, go get a touchdown. And Patrick's like, I'm on it. But I feel like he, they couldn't do that t- that day. And so he was like, Oh no, I got to do the, the fucking timeout math again. He hadn't, hadn't done it in a couple of years and he did it wrong. And that hurt him. Like that, that defense that had stepped up in the early playoffs uh, was not stepping up as well anymore. Was not able to get a pass rush going uh, at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff may be. They they had been they all year long. They had been just kind of like just doing enough to like win games. Like, but it always seemed like maybe they were just kind of dogging it because they were felt like they didn't need to put in the effort. Or there's, so there's a little bit too of that like do you want it as much after you just won it? Like, really, do you want it as much? Like, even if you're like, I fucking want another one, like deep down, do you still want it as much? I feel like there's a little bit of that going on. Maybe like there's a little bit of that hangover. A big steak meal. And they're like, they're like, Hey, let's go get steak again next week. And you're like, Oh man, but I'm still full from that. That steak we just had. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm crestfallen. Hey man, it happens. I've, I've, my teams have won lots of Super Bowls and lost a bunch of them too. That's how life works. Tumble brag. I'm just saying, like that's how that you, you'll get used to it. Mini juice. <laughs> <laughs> Big beer hosts. Okay, so we just uh, we just recently saw the landing of a. Of the new Mars rover, like where where do you where do you fall on 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 landing on Mars? Are you like for or against? I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that is that it's cool. I like space things. Space things are cool. I think that it's probably a real good idea for us to be exploring worlds and maybe setting things up on them. I think there's you know. 
the whole like all the eggs in one basket situation with humanity seems risky especially considering we don't do a very good job of taking care of this planet we might want at least uh you know some other places we could go that'd be cool i like how like the like the the video feeds and shit are super fancy like hd now i feel like the og ones were pretty you know they were they're doing their best can i ask you like a really important like science question yes okay um so like say you were gonna start like uh, a colony on mars right okay okay uh what would be the top five buildings you would you would build you can go up to seven if you have two extras that you're like we're gonna need this too okay but first five okay First of all, you need you need like the big science building where they do all the big science because you're on Mars. You got to do big science. What are you even doing there if you're not? I mean, come on. Um, and then you need a little science building, too, because the big science is important. But sometimes you need that little science, you know, like sometimes you got to make the coffee better or like maybe you're losing like 2% of the oxygen weirdly. And it's like, that's not a, that's not a big science problem. That's a little science problem. If we're losing like 10% of the oxygen, that's a big science problem. So you need like the little science to building. Okay. You need a bar. Come on. Um, yeah, you need, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say you need, uh, you need like a, an old, an old fashioned swimming hole. Okay. Um, I think you need, uh, Let's go. You, you need uh, you need at least like one of those convenience stores that also has fruit, you know, if not, because I, I feel like grocery store, like how big, how big is the colony? Like grocery store, ideally, but we need to start with like that convenience store that's got the fruit so that people have their vitamin C and they can get cereal or like cat litter or whatever at two in the morning, like cigarettes. Come on. You need to be able to get cigarettes. You're on Mars. Um, how many was that? Is that five? You did fine. Do you want you want your two extra? You you technically could have two extra. I mean, there's probably you need a med bay. I mean, that's not really big science or little science. That's 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 medical science. So you need medical science too. Uh, you need one of them. Uh, and then I'm gonna say like a coffee shop because maybe you, you you need somewhere to hang out that's not a bar, like for situations where you're not wanting to get drunk or you don't want to get like talked into getting drunk because you got to do big science tomorrow. I, I, I really, I really, 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 uh, I value your options. I, I have noticed that you, you didn't leave any space for a power plant, a, a water production plant, or, or food. Uh, that sounds like big science to me, Will, and I think I covered that. I, I, I guess I didn't didn't think about it being under. I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to micromanage the big science department by telling them all the things that they had to have in there. I feel like big science, they're like it's part of their job to know that like they they got the power plant running. Because why do you want to have like separate buildings that do all those things where you're stretching your science all over the place? Just like one big big science building, it's got the power, it's got the water, it's got like the thrusters, it's got the oxygen, it's got like the the fish farm, it's got like. You know, the, the thing where they turn oil into gold. You know, big science. Thank you. 
I mean, you know, I think it's a pretty good colony that I came up. I don't know if you need to thank me for it. They haven't built it yet. But I think they're pretty good specs. You laid down the blueprint. Exactly. Like, NASA, whenever you need me, I, I can I can make some time to come down and, like, probably draw this, this whole thing up for you. Now it's just up to big science. Yeah, I mean, isn't it always, though? Double deuce. Big science. Big beer hosts. Um, we started and I, we didn't even get, I, I, I did this before the, the recording because I'm drinking wine and I sang a really good song and it was get a little bit, get a little bit of my wine on you. And then I realized you weren't recording, but I wanted everybody to hear it. So that one's free of fucking charge. Why on? Yeah, Why not uh, in? Uh, because I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna make you drink it. I mean, there would be you're exactly. Just gonna, you're just gonna pour it on them and and feel like that that's better than having them drink it. Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, like, if it's a red, that's first of all, first of all, this is, I was sort of seeing this as a song that I was singing to you, so it wouldn't be them. I'm not talking about the audience. I'm talking about uh, pour a little bit of wine on you. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I mean, if we had some sort of like a live situation where it was like. Uh, we crashed on a plane. We were on a plane together and the mm-hmm. plane crashed. And it's like you and me and like a bunch of Brazilians. And then we got some wine. I would, I would give you wine then, but I wouldn't like, I might get some on you. I, I wouldn't, I would try to pour it. Don't waste mouth. it. Like with like, it's resources are slim, man. Well, we're going to have to eat the Brazilians and they're going to have to go. Like you're going to have to have something to drink with it. And I'm assuming you've broken your leg so you can't feed yourself. Um, in this situation, well, I mean, I could probably feed myself. I might not be able to, to like gather food for myself, but if, if my legs broken, but my arms, listen, broken, listen, don't, I don't, put I don't this, eat with my legs. I don't well, put well, the stress. No, let me, eyes, let me help you. Your hands let, and mouth. let, let me help you. Nelson, you don't use your, you don't use your leg. Stop moving. Uh, let me, let me von Munchausen syndrome. You you're too weak to move in this scenario in my mind where I'm giving you wine and feeding you Brazilians. You're too weak to move. It's not, by the way, I, I do want this noted for the record that that's not like a recurring fantasy like that. I mean, I, I, in fact, this is like the first time I kind of thought about that. I, I don't want, I mean, I, if this sounds weird. I don't know that that's clear. I know. I, I, I just, I want it to be really clear because I think it's important for our audience to know. I think, that I I think the fact that I tried to call into question, like a logic problem with it, and right. you just tried to push through that as fast as possible. Like, I indicates because, to me that this is some kind of fantasy for you. That I don't out, I, and I, that you won't, you won't hear of any, any deviation from like what, what is required of this fantasy for you. Oh, God damn it. That's our time. And I didn't even, I didn't even get to the thing. Too late I was for a talk rebuttal. About. Big beer hosts. So you you had like a creative writing uh, degree partially, right? You were working on that, right? I mean, I, I have one, but yeah. I, I didn't finish. I've got most of an MFA done. So when I, I was doing that, I never I finished doing, my uh, thesis. I was doing that uh, that 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 NaNoWriMo, and like mm. there were all these like uh, like handy writing tips. I'm like, well, of course they're handy, like right. Who needs unhelpful writing tips? And then I thought, what are unhelpful writing tips? And then I thought of you. I thought yeah. if anybody would know some unhelpful writing tips, it's going to be Nelson. So what would you like if you were teaching a class you'd be like, these are the least helpful tips I can mm-hmm. give you. Yeah. What, what, would, what, what would that look like? 
Um, I mean, I don't know. Like off the top of my head, like, have you considered it could have been a dream all along? <laughs> I think it's yeah, probably yeah. not particularly yeah. helpful. Yeah, that's that's good. That's not um, helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're the Newhart writer and you're going to go back in time and I was like, I got to come up with an ending to Newhart and go back in time and make it really mm-hmm. pop. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you, like uh, you can start you can start anywhere. Like, it doesn't matter if the time you pick is interesting or not in these characters lives, you know, just like just get in there and start just start mixing it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's not particularly helpful. <laughs> good. 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 Yeah. Thanks. Any, 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 any like big one that pops to mind? Like, um, you know, uh, like, what's your favorite book? Try to do that, man. I feel like this could spin off into a podcast of its own called mm-hmm. Nelson's Really Great Writing Advice. Um, really great bad writing advice. Yeah. I, I would say mine would be like like uh, adverbs, adverbs, more adverbs. You can <laughs> never get enough adverbs in there. Go through everything and see if you can add an adverb. If you can, keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, ten- tenses are, are just uh, that's for editors to figure out later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. You can go write a story now, knowing that you have the best. I, I feel like for the for the second class, which is the Midwestern edition, which is where I'm a little bit more like my where my schooling and therefore what training I have is from is um, definitely write about being from a smaller farming town. Yeah, and, and nothing but have no real actual plot beyond that is makes for good reading. Yeah, yeah, write write what you know in excruciatingly painful detail. Mm-hmm. I think these are all good. Go away and and uh, think on that. Um, that normally would cost about ten bucks, but you got it here free on double. Good luck, writers. Big beer hosts. Oh man, so the the kid is at the age where like I'm I'm feeling guilty that I I should like take him out and. And uh, teach him to like throw a ball and stuff. But you know, you you know me, and and you know you know Jack, and, and yeah, actually she can throw the ball a lot better than I can. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to sort of get her to to do that part, and then I'm sort of working with him on on a little bit of soccer. But the thing is, he doesn't like to play games where he doesn't get to dictate the rules. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll play, you know, he'll, he'll play catch for a little while. Maybe maybe three minutes, and he's like, "I want to do something else. I want to create this game using the grill pan, where you roll the ball around in the grill pan and try not to let it fall out, which is cute and imaginative." So I'm like, "Yeah, we can play that. We can play that. That'll be great." And then I start to play some soccer with him using a couple of flower pots as, as goalposts, uh, and he plays for a little bit and he keeps grabbing it with his hands. And I'm like, "No, you can't grab it with your hands. It's soccer." But he gets madder and madder about that. Finally, he's like, "We're gonna play my game," and I'm like, "Okay, what's your game?" And he's like, it's called Red Ball Four. 
and he makes up this game using a couple of big garden stones and these uh the the pots for the plants in like four corners like some sort of weird cross thing and he puts a sword in the ground and you have to try to pull the sword out of the ground and if you don't make it you have to go sit out for a while and then you can come back in and try to pull it again and then you have to roll the ball to a certain point between the the posts and then you have to go with the sword and kind of put them around it but you have to do it in a certain order and if you don't you have to go out and come back in again and the explanation for this took like 15 minutes and finally i'm like okay so who goes first he's like well i don't want to play anymore Mm -hmm. like it took him so long to explain the rules to me that he didn't want to play the game because i am that dumb that i didn't pick it up it was taxing yeah i don't know about that game i don't know if that's the if that's the future no, Red Ball 4 is definitely not the future. I mean, I like the name. It sounds yeah, there's like something it, there. Yeah, yeah. But it's awfully complicated, and he's the only one who understands it, which, again, I think sets him up as the only one to win. So he's really a pretty clever guy. He just doesn't like to try very hard. Yeah. So, he, <laughs> so he's got a future with the Republican Party of, of lazy fascism. <laughs> That's right. I was so proud. So proud. Well, all right. Mini double deuce. Raise your kids right. Yeah, you need to. Otherwise, Red Ball 4 is in your future. Big beer hosts. It's a mini deuce time. With Keezer. With Keezer. Keezer, go. All right. So uh, the MCU has really, uh, really been knocking it out of the park. And I think with Disney Plus on board, what they have got in front of them is an opportunity to absolutely explode the, uh, the whole concept of what is entertainment wide open. So what you've got is you've got, uh, we've already got uh, WandaVision. We've got um, the, the Birdman, Birdman and uh, Lefty, I think is what the other one was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think uh, we're looking at, at some really exciting opportunities to bring in the entirety of Spider-Man's villain um, uh, rogues gallery, starting with that one woman who's a rabbit, I think. Yeah, they've got, I feel like they've, they do an Alice in Wonderland type thing too, don't they? Okay. Don't they have one? Is she, isn't she in like a tuxedo? That sounds right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the tuxedo bunny is that yeah i don't remember i feel like it was a real 90s one <laughs> like late 80s early 90s one i mean uh, paste pot pete he's always uh he's always a, a favorite that's fair that's he's fair you yeah got uh, what's Wait, the name his, of the his... dude who's on a skateboard it's like a rocket skateboard but that's i it. think that's his name is rocket skateboard um yeah, rocket it's like he's got a rocket skateboard and a helmet I don't remember his name. Because even villainy requires safety measures. Because... I can see him. I can see him. I can because he's always like in that. There's a, that forward motion frame of him like this as he's like racing towards the action. Um, that might just be a decal on a bus that's driving by that we've decided is actually canon. No, he's real. Point. I've seen him. Is he in the room with us right now, Nelson? I feel like uh, I like Mark Bagley drew him. I feel like uh, I see him clearly. Okay, I, I believe you. Is it Rocket Racer? Was that his name? It's, that's either that's either his name, or I think that might be one of the bigger Burger King Kids Meal Kids. 
one of the two, which I think, let's be honest, by now, I think uh, Disney probably owns those properties as well. So I could see a whole 12 minute uh, stretch on that. There's Hammerhead, but let's be honest, they just stole Flat Top from Dick Tracy with that one. That's clearly what they did. Uh, Stan wait, was wait. For an extra mobster that day. Wait. Paste Pot Pete, are you fucking with me? Nah, he's real. Yeah, that's 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 legitimate lore. He's got like guns that shoot glue. Mm-hmm. He's the like uh, there's a there's a the uh, a certain trope in Spider-Man where like you've got the the overarching thing but he's also fighting other crimes and so he'll have like easy crimes that he foils while he's in the middle of the big crime and so you've got like the level of supervillain that does the little crimes that he can bust and make fun it gives it gives you a chance to have some jokes and some action as then he's like all right now i got to deal with this whole venom thing after he like webs up that guy for a few panels and so yeah there's there's a real he's got a real like like whole like farm system of villains from like the like the, the majors to the you know your triple your double and P- pace bot pete's a pretty he's a pretty single a villain it's just he just sounds so wholesome that sounds like a good guy name i i mean I, if it was a bad guy like a good bad i swear guy, to you like, there was like a storyline where like a bunch of the shitty villains were getting like powered up and he just got better glue <laughs> it's like they didn't even do it's like all he wanted was better glue because his glue wasn't sticky enough i, I hope he gets his arc where he becomes something <laughs> scary like glue fucker or something where it's actually got some some real legs the pace pot Pete sounds like uh, a glue damn... fucker feels like a it feels, it feels like an like an Ennis like turn of the century type of I feel like <laughs> the criminal they never caught. Actually, it's not not far enough that's the thing glue fucker is not far enough because you had the Ennis you had like you had dog welder and and uh and what's his uh Bueno Supreme and uh I feel like you can't really was Bueno Supreme the Taco Bell villain? Was that a tie-in right there? No. Uh, no. This is the longest uh, mini he was just a creepy. Ever. He was just a real creepy dude who was just uh, being really sexually inappropriate with the villains. That sounds like my dad. Yeah, they always uh, they always left it real vague, but they always had like the shot of him where he's got like his tongue out and he's like bueno. Yep, does sound like it my was, dad. Uh, it was a bit much. So's my dad. Dog welder though, that's uh, that's that character's eternal. He just he welded dead dogs onto people. Mini deuce. Big beer hosts. Hello. Hey, thanks for joining us here, everybody. We're live from Lawrence, Kansas, United Yay! States of America. Um, now, we're here to talk about some of the hottest topics that are absolutely untethered from time. We are here to talk How about... How hot are they? They are so hot. I'm saying, hey, hey, we got a heckler there in the front. Uh, they are so hot. No, I'm, I'm a hype man. Oh, um... We got a we got a hype man here in the audience. Uh, sorry, they sorry. Both start me, with H. I can see how you got confused. Excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, sorry. I'm, I'm I'm the lawyer for the hype man, and and actually, I need you to kind of go back and do the intro again, and and thank him, um, Chris Nelson, hype man. He's my hype man. It, it's in the contract. Okay, great. No, I apologize. Let's, let's, I, let's I, start. I, can we just? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Writer. It was full of it was full of stuff. You should. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Uh, Hey, 
Hey, thanks for joining us. We are coming to, uh, Chris Nelson is coming to you live from Chris Nelson's Lawrence, Kansas in beautiful Chris Nelson, United States of America. Chris Nelson. I don't, I don't know how comfortable I feel being that tied to the United States of America. Uh, I, I feel like I'm more of a, I'm more of a free agent. Uh, yeah. We don't want to get into any sort of branding issues. Could mm-hmm. you maybe try again and maybe not mention America countries, Chris Nelson or enthusiasm, but make sure you get Chris Nelson in there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, we are uh, we are coming to you, Chris Nelson live, uh, in which Chris Nelson will be talking to you about Lawrence, Kansas, in an undisclosed location as part of um, a, a, a loose assemblage of, of uh, areas I feel guys I feel like I without that I, you know sorry. the problem is the problem is is, is you're you're too excited um, mm-hmm. you, you know Nelson is a hype man and here you are coming in hot what is he supposed to be hyping were you having trouble hyping Nelson because of I was his- trying I was uh, you know I, I'm not wearing the kind of shoes you wear when you hype that high um, and I don't that's a high hype I had a, I had a, I had a cramp last night while I yep. was sleeping, um, yep. and so my my I'm I'm lose I've lost about four inches off my hype game right now. Yeah, yeah. You're no, you're great, babe. Your hype game has never been bigger, and don't you listen to anybody who tells you different. It's a little small uh, today. It's a little uh, small I'm, today. I'll yeah. get better. It's cool. I'm I'm, I'm going to need you to try one more time, and I'm going to need you to uh, not bring it down a little bit. Uh, okay. And, okay. And for God's sake, make sure you you get his name in there, but don't mention him. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining us live um, from. Aha! And- Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Big beer hosts. You know what? The other day I was watching reruns of men in their thirties. Cause Ollie and I are doing this now, not reruns. It was never syndicated. <laughs> I was watching you old YouTube clips of men in their thirties. Cause I'm yeah. showing him the whole men in their thirties, like a milieu, our, our, our entire, uh, our, our entire uh, series. Mm-hmm. And um, we can we did breakfast and I had to explain to him what a beam and butterworth shot was. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, we don't do those anymore. Um, but, no. but we actually, we made the beam and butterworth shot. Uh, popular in at least one bar during during our time. I feel um, like they they did it once or twice when we weren't even necessarily going to be there. That's right. That's right. Uh, it was basically for anybody in the audience who, who hasn't figured this out. Um, it was a shot of Jim Beam with with a few drops of uh, like Butterworth. Little, little squirt of Ms. Butterworth. It definitely gave it a maple flavor. You know, I will say, like, we were doing that shit, and then, like, two years later, they made, like, maple flavors of all of the bourbons, and I'm like, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that tracks, that tracks. But I do think that the one of the most glorious tags that was ever on any men in their 30s who were roommates was Kitty saying, uh, you guys, I, I smell breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, I watched a bunch of those the other it was uh what the fuck was I watching? There was something that I was watching that it was on YouTube. Um it might have been like the back when the second season of Cobra Kai had come out, but then since I was dicking around on YouTube, I was like, I'm gonna watch a bunch of these old fucking videos. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> the ending <laughs> of that one. Uh and a second place, uh, even though I didn't uh, it was because he was so difficult to direct. 
it was really hard to to really appreciate it at the time. But in retrospect, Ed Parker's performance in Socks mm-hmm. is riveting uh, as a sock stealing maniac. Um, it's absolutely delightful. He so if you look at the character, the character was a little two dimensional on the page, and he really, he, he really, he really brought it to life. But I like remember that character there. exists in the world. I feel like <laughs> that he made there. Yeah. Like I can, I can understand what's going on behind his eyes. I just remember sitting there in the Kansas heat with a huge, with a crazy wind blasting, and it like was really windy, having to record that. Like, and we're both hungover, and like mm-hmm. trying to get the shot. And Emily's just laughing at us because we're like trying to get him to do it because he could he couldn't scream right. He wouldn't scream right. He'd be like, eh, and he wouldn't do it. And it's like, no, ah, ah. He'd be like, eh, eh. It's like, Ed, you scream and run away. And the last take, the last take was masterful. Look him up. YouTube uh, under Victor Continental channel. Just look up Victor Continental. The origins of Ed Parker screams. You can see the origins of Ed Parker screams. That's your extra advice for today, children. Big beer hosts. So there's that thing that happens, right? When you hit like a certain age and you're like, well, I got to have a hobby now. And uh, I've been thinking long and short of this is I've been jerky making, you know, I've been making a jerky, right? Mm hmm. I've been a jerky maker and I made, I went through a little mustard phase and I couldn't really settle in on that because man there are a lot of variables in mustard there's like the mustard seed the mustard making process do you do like a sweet mustard a a spicy mustard do you do a dijon mustard do you ferment the mustard in which case you have to ferment things and fermenting always where like with a mustard like if it doesn't necessarily go how you prefer it had gone then you've still got like it's a bunch of mustard like mustard takes time to eat yeah like yeah, like, I made I made two things. You're just fit. making a meal, and you're like, "Well, that meal could have gone better, but I see what to do for next time." With mustard, you're like, "Okay, that could have gone better. I see what to do for next time, but I still have a fucking jar of mustard here." To so eat I now. or I made two jars of really terrible finished mustard, and I'm like, "I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. This tastes like it tasted like like um, mustard seeds put into like glue paste. It was a really weird consistency. So instead, I decided I think I want to go into beekeeping." Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about beekeeping, but here's let me outline for you kind of the pros of beekeeping. I mean, there's a certain investment. There's like a bunch of like physical parts to it. You got to have like the bee, like the the thing, the house thing that's built for you to be able to. Yeah, I see, and I consider that kind of a pro. You got like suit. You need like the smoke thing. Yeah, yeah, gloves. Yep, um, and hat and things that go with the suit. Yep. Um, you need uh there's there's some like i don't know if they're special to beekeeping or if they're just a general but like there's kind of putty knife kind of tools that they use for like getting that honey that chunk honey and that like liquid honey and that other kinds of honey i don't know all the kinds of honey but like all those honeys out of there yeah yeah well and and you gotta be like you gotta be like those combs out and they cut them up and they make that cereal yeah yeah exactly exactly that's how they make that cereal mm-hmm, and here's mm-hmm. the thing i don't i don't like my neighbors right so yeah. that's it's perfect for that because maybe the bees will sting them it's true and, but there will be i mean you don't have a ton of yard space for beekeeping no i've got a very small beekeeping because the bees will also yard. maybe sting you and your other neighbors too 
Um, and, but then the other thing is that, like, it, yeah, they, I, we would get honey, and and you know, my wife really, she likes that honey. She's always like up in that honey. She's like mm-hmm. a bear, like that, mm-hmm. like, and also that she eats food out of bags. If you don't, if you don't close the bags entirely, she Hang eats them in the, the food out of there. Yeah, she she will do that, and she'll she will also, attack. She'll, she will also take a picnic basket. She will attack cars mm-hmm. if if she thinks there's food in cars. Yep, my wife is a bear. She'll sharpen her claws on tires and trees and things that you know she can get some good purchase in there. Really, I don't I don't tell a lot of people about that. But tire. yep. Anyway, I'm gonna be a beekeeper. Okay. Well, see, that's the other problem is like a bear might keep like busting into your like honey, your honey house, you know, your, where your bees live. Um, Look, man, just because I can call her a bear. How, how dare you talk about my wife that way? No, I'm just saying like that's I'm not saying your wife in particular. I'm saying the nature of bears is to get that honey. And so like if what if what if your wife or another bear were in the yard and like smelled that honey? And they're like, I got to get that honey. And then they bust open the honey house to get that honey. And then you're like, oh, man, I got to buy a new house. She better not be bringing other bears home. I'd be sad. Big beer hosts. Okay. Uh, I would just want to, you know, I was reading. I had a big stack of comics that piled up during the pandemic. And so because I was doing a lot of like, I read the things that I love the most and like the new ones and then stuff that I like, but I don't love the most sometimes will pile up a little and then I'll be like, Oh shit, I need to catch up and read some stuff. But during some pandemic time, there like a bunch of stuff. Like I like several stacks of things. So I'm just rereading or finally getting around to reading some stuff. And I just wanted to throw out there for people. If you like a star Wars and you want to kind of a little, some a little fun kind of side Star Warsy thing? There's uh there's some Star Wars comics, but there's one uh, called Bounty Hunters that's like a side. It's not as connected to like the other bigger narrative stuff they're doing with the comics, and it's basically just some bounty hunters doing some crazy shit, running around doing bounty hunter shit, and it's kind of fun. It was better than I expected it to be. It was actually better than some of the stories I saw. They brought back that dude uh, valence who was in like the the fucking like 70s and 80s like marvel star wars comics he's like the cyborg bounty hunter that popped up in those in those old fucking star wars comic books but Mm. uh they brought him back and he's like new fucking han solo back when they were both in the imperial academy together before they both got out of the imperial army separately but uh, there's some fun shit going on in it. It's a, it's a fun ride. It's got, it's, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's as good as a Mandalorian, but if you like a vibe like that, if you don't want to, if you want to do something Star Wars-y that isn't real Jedi-y or like Skywalker-y, if you want a little something to read through, it's not, it's a, it's a fun little ride. I like it. It's, it's like on the outskirts of like the main storylines. But if you like that scene of all the bounty hunters in an empire strikes back and you're like, I want more of those guys. That's what this is. Nice. Nice. It's fun. Well, there you go. I enjoyed I it. I, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I will have to look it up. Yeah. Mm, for sure. I want to, I want to, I want to go to there. I like bounty hunters. Yeah. That's fun. It looks like they were going, 
there's been a few little storylines that actually looks like now a bunch of bounty hunters are going to be going after Boba Fett before he can deliver frozen Han Solo to try to like steal it from him or set Han Solo free or whatever else they're looking to do with Han Solo. So if they said Han Solo free, would that be the movie free solo? I mean, it would, but I'm, I'm guessing that it doesn't happen just because, you know, we know what happens. He, he ends up in Jobs Palace, but I'm still like, what are you going to do? I'm like, this, I'm like, I'm fine. What are the twists and turns here? Because they they keep fighting each other. Shit keeps happening. Like every issue was like a bounty hunter fight. And I'm like, well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Bounty hunter fights are fun. That's why Mandalorian's fun. Mm-hmm. It's full of bounty hunter fights. Hell yeah. All right. Well, go check it out. This has been your double deuce. Or do something else. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Wow, that got hostile. Yeah, I I, I shouldn't have got hostile. It's the end of a deck of deuce. Yeah, I was trying to do a little outro, and you like. I guess you. What you want from me is is an entertaining podcast. So sorry about that. Well, Decaduce, I guess. This got awkward. Hmm. You know what would help save it? What? Probably just stopping it. <laughs> oh, man, I thought you were going to ask me to sing. I got all excited and, and probably just stopping it, though. No, you can sing. I don't want to anymore. No. I wonder if the audience would have wanted you to sing to close it out. Or not wanted you to sing to close it out. What do they want? Hashtag Willie Sing and then yes or no. Yeah. At Double Deuce Pod. Yeah. You know, it's not going to help you this time, but it, it'll help you next deck of deuce. Yeah. We want to know. You want the we next one to end with Willie Singing, then let us know. And if you we don't want the know next one to end with Willie Singing, what let you're us know. thinking, there are some things you can't hide. We want to know what you're feeling. Tell us what's on your mind. If you want more of that, you got to tell us. And if you don't want more of that, you definitely got to tell us because he he might just start singing. And I I need to be able to lay down the law of, no, the people voted. We believe in democracy at, at Double Deuce. Even in a deck of deuce, where there's less rules in a deck of deuce, it's the wild west out here. But there's still some laws. Some Podcast law. got to have a code. Deck of deuce. Sometimes you got to get the singing in there, even if they don't want it, man. My philosophy. Fuck it, damn it. Do we need the full thirteen seconds on this one, or can we just launch in? After it helps to ha- it helps to have it just because then I. It's easier for me to spot the breaks when I'm okay. editing. Cool. All right. Let me know when you're ready. I'm almost ready, but I got two pages stuck together here. Ooh, what have you been doing down there? <laughs> Sticky pages. It's self-love. Got to take care of yourself during a pandemic. Sometimes when you're doing things during the pandemic. And everybody zooms during the pandemic. Zoom love. Zoom self-love. Zoom love. How's it, how's it love. self-love if it's on a Zoom? I mean, well, I'm not 
I guess I'm not it's doing still self-love depending on what's happening. Yeah. But, and then if you're doing it to yourself while you're on a Zoom, it's still self-love. It's just it's true. self-love on a Zoom. There you go. That was almost a mini deck deuce right there. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. I forgot to... This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad... This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And On the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce.